Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody-Dawson. I'm Sam Nifty-Delaney, so what? Welcome along to another Melchester Odyssey. I have in my... Would you like to guess which hand I've got it in? Yeah, I think it's your left. Oh, incorrect. Ah! Ah, you loser! I have in my uh, right hand... Just gonna switch it to my left hand now, just out of spite. Just to rub it in. It's now on my left hand. It's the 18th of February, 1984 issue of Roy of the Rovers. Uh, IPC Magazines Limited, 1984. It says 20 pence. Um, the sign, please, player, uh, is Liverpool's Michael Robinson. Oh, he became a big deal on Spanish telly, if I remember rightly. He went and played in Spain, and then he became a Spanish pundit and presenter. I, I think he was like one, the main guy on Spanish pres- yeah, TV was, for yeah. a while. He was. It's well done to him. Recently. He passed away? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Too long ago. Oh, no. he play- I think he played for QPR for a little while as well. Can't remember. I think that might have been who they Brighton signed him before off. Before Liverpool, I think, wasn't it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, decent player, good lad. Did he ever play for England? Did he get an England cap? Uh, let's just have a look. We'll head to his Wikipedia page. Died in April 2020. Played for Preston North End, then Manchester City, then Brighton Hove Albion, then Liverpool, then Queen's Park Rangers. Correct, wow. Sam. And then went to Osasuna. Mm. And then just stayed out in Spain. Republic of Ireland. Ah, oh, Republic of Ireland, right. So there you go. Well, I'm sad to hear of his death. He seemed like a good guy. Yeah. And that's all I've got to say about that. Um, he did no harm. Michael Robinson, he that. did no harm. He actually did a lot of good. I think he brought a lot of joy to Spanish football fans, particularly yeah. in his broadcasting days. So well done for that. Well... After he passed away, one of the tributes to him was paid from Rafael Nadal. So Wow. There you go. Nadal said, We woke up with the sad news of the death of one of our own. You were the one who always made us happy about sport. We are grateful to you. So there you go. Great man. Nice. Well done. Exactly. Oh, I just um, do you know what it's given me though? Strong, strong feelings about our respective retirements to Spanish sunshine. Yeah. Because look at him, will become respected among the podcasting community. He just like lived the. He like played football for a lot of great clubs, and then he went over to Spain when it was still fairly rare for an Englishman or a a British player to go over 
to the um, to the continent and play. And he did it, and then he just thought, you know what? Fucking love it here. It's sunny. Mm. It is brilliant. I'm going to stay. I'll yeah. get a job in the telly here. I speak good Spanish. And he just fucking stayed there. And every time I saw him in his later years, because he'd pop up from time to time on English sports TV, he had a beautifully rich tan, didn't he? Yes. Yeah, well... Um, you see, he was, looked it, healthy and happy. He, he did, but it was a malignant melanoma. That was oh. uh, the, the cause of his death, unfortunately. Oh, so ironic. There you go. So a tan isn't always a great thing, boys and girls. No, well, I stay um, well protected in the sun because I'm fair-skinned, so I, I have too. to really cover yeah. up. I, I, I burn quite easily. Um, but listen to this quote from him, mm. from Michael Robinson. He said, I came over on 7th of January 1987. I didn't know if I was going to be here forever, but something strange happened. I enjoyed more or less everything about Spain and the, the way the Spanish interpreted life. I finished up realising that I had loads in common with the Spaniards. We laughed about the same things, cried about the same things. And there you go, and he oh, stayed. What a lovely way of putting it. Hero. Yeah, I think that there's lifestyle... Like, sometimes when you, you're in Spain, and sometimes I notice it if I'm in Italy or France, mm-hmm. they have a particular way of living life mm-hmm. that just seems to make more sense. I feel very comfortable in those places, yeah. It yeah. just makes more sense. And the thing is, I think that I am quite English, quite British in the way that I, I live a lot of my life. But that's just through habit. That's the way I've been conditioned. But when I go and spend time in Italy or Spain, I look around and I think, yeah, this is much better. The way they yeah. live is much better. It's more civilised. And because it's like focused on beauty and pleasure, mate, mm-hmm. and life here in an Anglo-Saxon country that has been sort of forged around the, the Protestant work ethic instead of the Catholic fun, good times, this and that ethic. This and that, just right. rest. Yeah. We're like, you know, beauty and pleasure ultimately is considered an indulgence, an unnecessary indulgence that you may allow yourself once in a while, but only once you've fucking endured a lot of hard graft and misery. And Mm. what the, your Italians and your Spanish do is they weave the joy and pleasure through, and the beauty through everything they do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we sort of compartmentalise everything. So we're like, well, what we have to do is just get up, have a shit time, cram down any old fucking scoff we can get to fuel our body, go and do a shit job in a shit place, uh, get cold and and knackered, go home, eat more shitty food. right? get home on the trains if they're not all fucking cancelled. Yeah, they're fucked, right? And then maybe once a year we might get on holiday or maybe on a Sunday we'll have a nice roast and we'll all get together mm. as a family then. Not your fucking continentals. The yeah, not your continentals. They're every day they thought we will, whatever we have to do, we will make sure there are small elements of beauty, joy and pleasure weaved through everything. Just subtle like. Do you know I what I mean? I don't know why Pe- people that don't have family commitments or children, younger people than me, I don't know why they aren't all fleeing this country en masse for oh. somewhere else. I know, obviously, we don't have the opportunity to live and work in the EU as we used to. 
Yeah, but I've got uh, a few. I, I, there's a few people who I know of who I'm uh, associates, let's say, who have moved hmm. to Portugal recently. It's become quite right. a common thing, but I haven't yet asked them how they've managed it because this has happened post Brexit. And I chatted to two people in the space of one month who I'd worked with in the past who said very casually when I was corresponding with them, "Oh, of course, I live in Portugal now," as if it was just yeah. a normal thing, right? And I haven't yet said why or how. I have sort of said why, and the answer is well because it's really well, sunny all the time. Why no, not? You can't. They literally were like, "Because it's really sunny all the time, and that's yeah. better." Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, fair enough." Um, but how they've pulled it off, I don't know. Well, I'm also mean, starting to wonder sort of whether or not there's tax advantages because it seems interesting that quite a lot of uh, people in the creative industries have moved there. They might have EU passports. They might be married to someone with an EU passport. There's mm. also these things in some countries called golden visas. Oh, yeah. Where well, if they're, you they're here. buy somewhere yeah. that's, that's such a, a certain cost or you in, invest a certain amount or yeah. earn a certain amount to that country's economy. Yeah, I mean, here, it's, here they dish them out without their due diligence. Here in the UK, it's like, have you? can you prove you've got lots of money? Yeah. Well, you can come then and then what happens is that allows people to come here buy up shit loads of property and then leave it dormant because it's just an investment they're not worth them yeah. having wear and tear of people living in it and that's why there are fucking buildings dotted all over london in particular unoccupied owned yeah. by foreigners who have got themselves a golden fucking visa to come here and do mm-hmm. that mental it doesn't make any yeah. sense because the government think, oh, it's good because they're bringing money into the com- into the country. But they're not really. They're buying a house. That brings some money in. But after that, it's not like they're contributing by, you know, paying ongoing taxes or employing people who are going to yeah. pay taxes. They don't do that. So it's strange. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Roy anyway, the Rovers. In, in short, mm. uh, you and I will be aiming to live abroad and pod abroad uh, in the future. Yeah, that's the thing. Watch Continental podding. Yeah. We'll both every episode will be about our life living in a small Spanish village. And it, oh, it'd be it lovely. It won't be that nobody listening to it will be able to identify with it or empathise with it at all. No, It'll don't worry. I if I'm in it. Spain I will get I will even in a tiny village, I will continue to um involve myself Stick your nose in. in a number of colourful incidents on a weekly basis. <laughs> of that I you can be sure. I'm pretty sure, yeah. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. That is how you are. Yeah. Thank God. I'm a people person, mate. I will fucking yeah. involve myself in village in the village life with hilarious yeah. consequences. Consequences, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, so, front page. Resisting demands for rising young star Rob Richards to be returned to the side. Roy had led Melchester Rovers to a tremendous victory in the fourth round of the FA Cup against Port Dean. Now, with Blackie Gray... Roy was watching a reserve game, and they are indeed. They're sat in the director's box, which uh, is just some seats with a brick wall in front of it. Um, And they're watching the reserves turning out at Melchester. Um, They both look very serious and impassive in their suits. Blackie in a blue suit, Roy in a green suit. Uh, Roy, uh, sorry, Blackie says, must be at least 10,000 fans here <laughs> for the visit of Lawton Albion, Roy. 
<laughs> Roy, Roy goes, knows why there's so many people, and he just says, uh, uh, "Not bad for a reserve game, Blackie." <laughs> uh, and then Blackie just doesn't read the room. He says, uh, "And they're all coming to see Rob Richards, <laughs> <laughs> like you, eh, Roy?" <laughs> he fucking actually says that. He's so handsome. Oh, he's great. I'm his biggest fan. A great footballer. And did you know it was me that put him in the team when you were away? Did you know it was me that put him in the team when you were away on holiday, Roy? <laughs> I wasn't on holiday, uh, Blackie. I was manager of Walford. What was that what it was? Oh, all right. Stop I'll saying forget. that, Roy. I know you're only joking, but it upsets me. No, it did. And you, and you can always come back, Roy. It did really happen. <laughs> Talking of that, he's uh, an exceptional human. Did you hear... <laughs> the co- uh, are you aware of the oeuvre of the commentator Sam Matterface? Y- yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. of course. ITV For, yeah, and, former and to- talk sport, to- former yeah. talk sport colleague. Yeah, um, I've sat next to him before in the office. Yeah, I've been in there. Yeah, I never found him the friendliest, but anyway. No. Well, he probably no, just thought, He probably took aloof. one look at me and thought, "Who's this fucking clown?" <laughs> How is a clown like this allowed to occupy the same broadcasting ah, realm as me, Sam Matterface? One, one of the important broadcasters must be on a holiday because they've brought one of the clowns from the night show in the, to do the this afternoons. fucking idiot. Why is he even here in daylight hours? Look at him. Why am I even here? I should be in a football stadium. Anyway, he he's fine. He's a good commentator. Um... But he started going the other day, he was talking about Saka, and he yeah. goes, and, they're, and Lee Dixon's going, oh, yeah, he's a great great lad, great lad. He's not just a great player, he's a great lad too. So Lee Dixon obviously knows him through the Arsenal connection. He goes, absolutely, oh, course, yeah. absolutely lovely lad, right? Yeah. So, because he's so small, right, yeah. he does look, no, all due respect to Saka, who I really rate as a player and seems like a brilliant mm-hmm. man, he does look a little bit like a child, Little boy, yeah. He looks like a little, lovely little boy. I don't it think that's rude, but charm. because he, because yeah. he looks like a charming little boy, sometimes the tone with which they talk about him is a bit patronising. They go, "Oh, uh-huh. he's lovely, such a nice man," and then fucking Matterface goes like this. You must have heard it. He goes, and he's extremely clever too. His A level results are impeccable. <laughs> Did you hear that? He actually said that. I was Brilliant. like, fucking hell, calm down, mate. <laughs> I've seen the certificates. He's not lying about them. Uh, remarkable. Does a lot in the community as well. Uh, around harvest time, he goes to the local old people's home with a selection of tin foods. Uh, engages them in someone, brief conversation. I know someone who recently witnessed him parallel parking, and <laughs> I heard it was flawless. <laughs> Which is uh, all too rare a skill, very much a lost <laughs> skill amongst this uh, modern generation snowflake. Uh, half of them, them wouldn't these... know what to fucking do with a car, let alone parallel park it. A lot of them have got these big cars, they just park them at an angle, jutting out into the road, or they'll just find a corner of the supermarket where, you know, nobody else is parking and stick them there across, the, across two bays sometimes. It's, a, it's selfish. It's appalling. It's selfish. It's appalling. And it boils my piss. But not young Saka. He's a man who parks with respect and skill. I heard of a player who parked his car uh, in an Asda. Uh, It was one of those car parks they got with two levels. 
Uh, he came out of the shop, couldn't find what it was. He just called an Uber and went, oh, bought another car. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about my cleaner? Her daughter is so scared of spiders that one time she was driving along in her new car and she saw a spider in it and she just stopped and got out of the car in the middle of the road and just left it. And then yeah. went home and her mum, who's my cleaner, goes, yeah, where's your, where's your car? Right, she bought it for her as a gift, and she goes, "What? I had to leave it. I've left it in the middle of the road." And she went, "Why?" She went, there was a spider in it, and she didn't even question it. She went, "Oh, when she was telling me the story, she went, well, when she told me there was a spider in it, I thought, well, fair enough, because I know how scared she is of spiders." So I yeah. had to go and get the car. When we got there, the police would come and they were towing it away, and I had to pay the yeah, fine yeah. and release well, it from the pound. Yeah. She'd literally seen it as she was driving, stopped the car. Opened the door, got out, and just walked away. <laughs> on a motorway. Yeah. Well, no, it was on a busy street, on a really busy street <laughs> on a Saturday. Fuck See you later. And apparently yeah, she took some convincing to ever drive the car again. Oh, Jesus right, Christ. Yeah, well, I mean, the human mind's an incredible thing. <laughs> it is. It's uh, a dangerous so, thing as well. It is. Jalapeño. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jalapeño. Oh, come to see what I'm rich just like you, eh, Roy? Roy pensively says, well, the lad's got plenty of talent. Let's see if he's learning to use it in the interest of the whole team. Oh, not this again, Roy. This is the human mind at work, right. isn't it? Because this is Roy Race being faced, come he's, face to face with himself. He's fixated on this. He he's been thinking about it non-stop. Yeah. It, Rob Richards is is Roy. He's and a he selfish little shit. He's having to and it's, deal with what he is. He's a selfish shit, and it's no wonder yeah. his dad never gave him the time of day. <laughs> what, right? How do you I've know about his dad? <laughs> oh, no, no, don't worry, I'm sorry, I'm thinking out loud. I don't know how to think about his dad, to be fair. But I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised if he had a dad who was more interested in being out at the bookies <laughs> or the pub with um, what his mother would refer to as one of his whores rather than staying home with his son, even on his son's birthday, where his son was looking forward no. to playing Monopoly with him like he had promised. A son shouldn't have to hear stuff like that on his birthday. <laughs> it's not right. I didn't know what whore meant back then. <laughs> I thought it was another said, word for mate. Got, I said, why has he got a horse, mum? She says, sure, <laughs> go to bed. <laughs> I had to go to bed. 
going to bed at 7pm on your own birthday without any cake because your dad was supposed to bring the cake home from the shop but he's got pissed in the pub and ate the old thing walking down the street. I was 13. That was the day I became a teenager. I thought I was a man then. I had to go to bed 7pm. <laughs> no cake. I looked out the window. No a few hours later, I woke up. I heard a disturbance outside. I peeked through my curtains and it was my dad. He was pissed as a fart and he had all birthday cake down his front. <laughs> and she chucked him out into the street. He was asleep in his car. <laughs> my mum was going mental at him. I cried and cried and cried. Uh, sorry, anyway, we're watching football. Aren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob Richards. Mind. I'm sure he's anyway. been through similar. His character building in many ways. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't change a thing. I really wouldn't. <laughs> it were a happy childhood, full of love. <laughs> love an incident. Uh, so, over the page, Rob Richards was soon in the thick of the action. Uh, of course, the fans are getting right behind him. Richards! Richards! Come on, Rob! Prove to Roy that he was wrong to leave you out. No sign of Brinsden at this game yet. He doesn't do the reserve matches. Fucking part-timer. Um... So Richard, I've never been to a reserve game of West Ham or a youth game in my life. Have you not? No. Okay. Not interested. I've been to friendlies, pre-season friendlies, and whatnot. Right. But nah, never that. Fair enough. All right. (laughs) Um, I'm sorry, we just got a lot to get through. (laughs) Yeah, no. Dwell on it. Uh, So Rob's got the ball uh, just outside the D. Uh, On your left, Rob. Shouts Trevor Cassidy. Great run by Trevor Cassidy. Use him, Richards. Do you think Richard's going to use him? Let's see. Uh, Roy's watching on and just thinks, yes, Rob, use him. Show me that you are learning the meaning of, in bold type, teamwork. (laughs) So we'll see. Um, Then, for no particular reason, what? (laughs) Um, Two of the rotten defenders collide with each other. One of them slips. Oops! One of the rotten defenders has slipped. And Richards has swept past the other one. So he's into the box now. Um, hit it, Rob! And he does, and he scores. 1-0. So you would think, why has he done that? You know, uh, Cassidy was open, in space mm. on the left. Richards has just gone through and scored the goal himself. Um, and Blackie's almost preempting what Roy's thinking or about to say, because Blackie just says, Nothing selfish about that, Roy! Rob saw his opportunity and took it! <laughs> and Roy says, yeah, yeah, and took it well, Blackie. <laughs> Roy's like, this is not what was supposed to fucking happen. Uh, moments later, Trevor Cassidy caused more havoc. Uh, across from the right, and Trevor's drawing people away from Richard's. So there's two defenders have gone chasing Cassidy's run. Uh, Richards is isolated on the left-hand side, opposite side from the cross, and it goes straight to him, and he heads it, and it goes in. So Trevor Cassidy is doing Richards a big favour here. There! Uh, great header! Wahoo! This is the goal feast to set before the king! Oh! <laughs> what? Oh, what the fuck's that? This is the goal feast to set before the king. Kings in inverted commas. How very clever. But also very improbable. I wrote that in advance. 
and yeah. hoped that there would be an opportunity to use it. I'd written it here on a piece of paper to remind myself. As an age memoir, you might say. I thought I would say it after maybe his second girl, because then it would seem appropriate. <laughs> that fun's name, Jonathan Pierce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as the game progressed into the second half, the Rotten players continued to make incredible blunders. Well, they are just reserves. Uh, and the keeper tries to throw it out, and it bounces one, two, three, four times. Just on the outskirts of his area. It's a complete misthrow. Uh, what a terrible throw by the keeper. Riches is going to intercept it. And he does. And, of course, the keeper's just on the edge of his box, so uh, Rob Riches just lobs it over him. Back of the net. Uh, oh, no, says the keeper, as he watches it go into the back of the net. Beautiful lob, 3-0. That's his hat-trick, says another one. Yeah, we fucking know. We know no, what three goals works. is. Fuck me. And then in the closing minutes, uh, keeper palms away across and it just drops, drops like a stone, right to Rob Richards. The keeper's palmed it out to Rob. And palm, the youngster palm, really take miss. that off on your list, palm out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your I spy football list, palm <laughs> out. <laughs> Dick. And, of course, Richards puts it in the back of the net, deflects off a defender's foot, but still goes in. Goal! At full time, uh, the thousands of Manchester fans that are there are all shouting, Richards! Richards! Four goals, Roy. If you leave him out now, you'll never hear the last of it. <laughs> fucking... The fucking threats coming in now. Uh, and uh, Roy is looking on. He's not happy. He should be happy. One of his reserves just scored four goals. At all, he's not happy at all. Uh, so they say. Uh, actually, that might have been that <laughs> was Blackie that said yeah. that to him because it's come from up in the in the back of the stand. Four goals, Roy. If you leave him out now, you'll never hear the last of it. Roy says, "I know, but every goal was gifted by a rotten defender. Rob didn't need to turn on the kind of performance I was hoping to get for him." So what are you going to do, old mate? Says Blackie. <laughs> Fucking what? I've told you, Blackie, never, ever call me that again. <laughs> uh, you it have the list of names crawl. and nicknames that I have allowed you, that I've sanctioned use of. <laughs> old mate you, is definitely not on there. You remember you received a document from my solicitor? which listed all of the names that I find acceptable for you to use. That was not one of them. Mr. Race, Racy, Roy, the Big Dog. Governor. Horseman. <laughs> Double R. Sir Foxalot. <laughs> anyway, you've got the list. The Friendly Badger. Tap your nose. You know what that refers to. <laughs> Say, say no more on that one. <laughs> uh, Roy grappled with the problem as he drove home. He's not even giving Blackie a lift. Unless he's already dropped him off, I don't know. Get the bus. <laughs> I need some time on my own to think. Yeah. <laughs> you get the bus with the fans. <laughs> anyway, you still owe me petrol money for the lift I gave you from home the last time. <laughs> 
I miss that getting petrol money off people or giving petrol money. Oh, petrol money, my mate. I still talk to him about it now because he was such a cunt about petrol money. It was unbelievable. <laughs> and like, there's just little things that even my oldest mates I still can't forget or forgive. Yeah, but it's cathartic for me to bring it up in adulthood. Because it's Especially harder for him. Podcast for entertainment purposes. Well, it is like it's harder for him to defend himself in adulthood. Because when you're a teenager, yeah. you can come out with the most ludicrous things, but sort mm. of try to justify them because you're sort of like, yeah, we're not adhering to normal adult common yeah. sense. Yeah. So he'd be such a stickler, and he, you know, literally like supposedly one of my best mates. He'd like not even though he'd be passing my road. He would sometimes refuse to drive me home from a party or whatever if I didn't have the petrol money. So he'd drive off in the direction <laughs> yeah. of my fucking house. He could drive me at the end of the street, yeah. Yeah, and I'd be at the bus. I'd be at the bus stop because I didn't have the pound to give him for his petrol. Yeah. But the, see, the thing is, your weight in the car will take up more petrol, it, so exactly. I need it. Shit like that. <laughs> and I still bring it up now because we'll be in the pub and it'll be like, Oh, who's you know who's paying for this? We'll go and have lunch or whatever. And I'll always I can't help myself, mate. It may be petty of me, but I'll go. Oh yeah, because I probably still owe you a pound from nineteen ninety two, don't I? <laughs> for that fucking that time when it was really late and really rainy, and I asked you at the crossroads at the lights. It was right to his house or left yeah. down the road to my house, and I'd say, "Can you just hang a left and drop me down at the bottom?" And he'd go. No. And I go, but it's pissing down with rain. No, because it's just extra petrol. But that road is only about 200 yards long. No, get out here. (laughs) I can't let it go, Andy. I can't let it go. No, that's totally acceptable. I wouldn't wouldn't (laughs) let it go. And the older you get and the wiser you get, the more ludicrous it sounds. Yeah, exactly. And the That's more it. damage it does to I, keep bringing it up. I well knew done. it was ludicrous at the time, but <clears> as you get older, it's even more ludicrous. And at the time, yeah. I, if I'd said, this is ludicrous, he'd go, no, it's not. No, it's not. And he would have done all that. You're waiting in the car or whatever. Yeah. Whereas now he can't do that. So I just have to... So at least he will roll over and take it when I go, you are a small-minded, tight-fisted cunt. And he'd be like, ha, 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 He just has to go, ha, ha, yeah, ha, ha, That's all he can do. Yeah, that's all he can do. That'll terminate the friendship. To be fair, yeah, he just has to laugh and take it. And that's yeah. small, small consolation to me. But very small. Mm. So Roy's driving home and he's thinking to himself, uh, the lads are playing brilliantly at the moment. If I push Rob straight into the first team for our fifth round FA Cup match against Swinfield, it might disturb the balance of the team. What, so they, they're playing the next round of the Cup the week after? Fuck me. This feels like it's going to be an FA Cup winning season for Manchester. They're focusing on it. Swinfield were the last fourth division side left in the competition the following Saturday. Whoa, they're getting a, a run of the draw here, aren't they? Fucking Port Dean away and then Swin, Swinfield, is it? Yeah. Uh, and we see a commentator looking into his screen. Looks a bit like Jonathan Pearce. And he says, uh, well, we'll take a look at the Manchester lineup first. And here's the news we've all been waiting for. Uh, it says the highlights of the game were being recorded for television. Um, well, I think this would have been in the newspaper the day before, would it not? That's how it works. I'd imagine so, I yeah. don't know. And there it is. We see the TV screen with the caption on um, uh, yellow lettering. It's really hard to read. I'm going to put my light on next to me. Uh, there it is. So we've got Carter. Still can't read it. Baxter. Oh, I can't read that. Fucking hell. Mackay, Slade. Uh, 
what the fuck's number five? Guthrie, Naylor, Jones, Gray, Race, Ritchie, Logan. Sub number 12. Rob Richards has been brought in as substitute. Super sub, super sub. <coughs> yeah. Um, and there he, there he is sat there. I thought that was Roy, actually, but it's not. It's Rob Richards. Really hard to tell exactly the difference, like isn't it? Yeah, especially seeing as Rob looks like he's 33 years of age. Yeah. Uh, his four-goal burst in a recent reserve game obviously put Roy Race under a lot of pressure to pick him. But four will Richards burst. get the chance to prove that he should never have been dropped? Well, if he does, it's against fourth division Swinfield, so fucking Roy can't win at all here, can he? Uh, with or without Rob Richards, Rovers soon realised they were in for a fight. Swinfield, Swinfield, we've knocked out two first division sides already. <laughs> fucking hell. Let's make it three, Field. Everywhere you go, fans are arseholes and Swinfield is no different <laughs> uh, then as Charlie Carter was forced to come off his line <laughs> Charlie Carter seems to be speaking in the way which we have him speaking in this thing because he just goes that's mine <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it deflects it's deflected <laughs> off Vic Guthrie's shin and he's about to go for it there's a um, Swinfield's number nine's coming in at the same time Oh, <laughs> so he, he does that, that to scare the, the oncoming yeah. player. Yeah, uh, and he takes a right whack off the Swinfield number nine. Oh, the cat took a bad one. If he's seriously injured, the Rovers are really in trouble. Oh God! And uh, yeah, and it looks like that's what's going to happen because it says next week the cat goes off. But see who takes his place next week. Who do we think is going to take his place, Sam? <laughs> Who's going to oh, go I see what's going to happen. Well, Roy, no... Roy will go in goal. Yeah. This is before they had two subs. When yeah, was two subs sub. introduced? Like 84 or something? It wasn't until about 1993, I think, something like that. No, 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 no. No, was there was not? always two subs. When I first started going regularly, which was like 86, right. 87 sort of time, there was always well, two we subs. we can look it up, I suppose, later But on. So they didn't have it. So basically what I'm predicting is, you probably know already because you've had a little peek, is that Roy mm. goes, don't worry, I will go in goal. Because although I am obviously the best outfield player, I am also the best goalkeeper, including Charlie himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm sure we've um, seen Roy go in goal before, haven't we? I think we have. But then the thing is, though, then Rob Richards comes on and plays in Roy's position, so Roy can't win. Yeah. What Roy needs to do is put Rob Richards in goal and say, all right, let's go, see how much of a team player goal. you are. Let's see how good yeah. you are now, cunt. See if you can score from there, you prick. Have you <laughs> well, seen, we'll see. seen many outfielders in goal before, mate? Uh, there was a one where Niall Quinn did it for Sunderland and kept a clean sheet for 20 minutes against oh, really? Bradford. Classic. Oh, fantastic. Classic Quinny. Yeah. Got the build. He's got the frame for it, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, it was fucking great. It was during our championship pomp when we won the league with 105 points. Nothing Lovely. went wrong that season. Um, that's it. What's your record, Mark? Set of 10? Nine. Yeah, I got nine as well. Good stuff. More next week. We'll find out what happens. Uh, who goes in goal, etc., etc. Thank you very much and goodbye. Goodbye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.